Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking. Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Fucking A is right. Good day, Galaxy. Back at it again. Guys, it's fucking happening. It's fucking happening. If you could see me, I'm shaking in. In lust and anticipation. What? What's so happy? What are you happening? Guys, I know you saw it. And if you didn't, you'll, we'll get into it. But Star Wars Eclipse is has me full erect. I was wondering what had you erected. About. And ready, guys. Okay. I'm so, so absorbed in... Oh, man. Well, I'm glad you're excited about something that's Star Wars related. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that shit, too. We got some things to talk about, friends. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We're doing our second test here on the restream. My uh, my internet was like awful at the office last week. It was down, and then it was back up, and then I was like, I'll risk it. We'll see what happens. But in general, it was awful. So hopefully today is better. If not, yep. we're going to go back to Zoom. But we'll see what happens. Um, the chat's on Doswain. I'm sorry. But we will we'll shout you guys out if you say stuff. I can still see it. I just can't put it on the screen. I don't know why, but that's what the world that we're living in right now. So it is what it is. And it is awesome. what it is. Yeah. So uh, things continue to uh, pour out about the Star Wars Hotel. Okay. The Galactic Star Cruiser. Let's hear so it. Let's, let's, let's start with bad news and then we'll, we'll slowly get better. I mean, these days, like, what isn't bad news, right? Like, come on, man. There's been We're some just, big releases, um, uh, I mean, outside of Star Wars that have been pretty fucking, uh, I mean, 007, have you seen that yet? See? Here we go. I haven't been in the movies yet. I still haven't seen that. Well, I mean, I'm just like, I know we've talked about this, but there's been some big hitters, uh, you know, ending 2021. I know we yeah. have no, no Way Home right around the corner. Uh, yeah, I think that'll be my first time in theaters in, a, in quite a while. No Way Home. We have the 007, which neither of us have seen. I still have to catch up on Eternals. And then what was the other big... Oh, it's something called Star Wars uh, Book of Boba Fett, which is yeah. fucking two weeks away. I kind of yeah. forgot, actually, with all of the hubbub about Christmas and everything, that we were just two weeks away from uh, Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then, like, not to mention Dune. And, and there's a lot of, a lot of big hitters out there right now that I just... And don't give a shit about you know <laughs> no it's more i just you know it's one of those things that you have to go out of your way unless you want to spend 30 dollars on fucking disney plus well i just i don't know maybe i'm not on disney and things like that until i know that there's a star wars thing coming out so maybe i'm not seeing all of their like promotions and stuff really you know yeah I'm not as tuned in um succession just completed itself yesterday season well, three sometimes you got to do that complete yourself you got to complete sometimes so we had fun watching that yeah oh uh the matrix is one that you didn't mention yeah mobar matrix resurrections well are you hyped for that you know i've been watching the trailer uh the second trailer came out a couple days ago and i 
I must not remember enough of the Matrix lore. Yeah. Because I'm watching the trailer and I'm just like, I don't really remember maybe what happened or maybe what was supposed to happen or what Neo's powers are or did he die or Trinity died or they fell in love. I know they banged for like 20 minutes, but I'm not. uh, Yeah, I have no recollection, really. So the trailer is like making me a little vague about the the film, but I definitely want to see it. It's like one of those things. is Is it necessary to watch the prior three to understand what's happening in, in this one. Cause I feel yeah. like, I guess like a, another similar thing would be like the, tr- um, not transformers, uh, terminators. Yeah. Like if you watch terminator three and uh, weren't really familiar with one and two, would you, would you realize what was going on? Yeah. Probably not. I or it know. could be one of those situations where like you can follow the film, but it doesn't have the same impact cause you don't know the backstory. Yeah. If you watch the prequels without the originals or vice versa, it would be the same kind of thing. I don't know. You know, I saw something on Instagram today. It was a, a reel, and it was a guy talking about uh, Spider-Man coming out soon. And he's like, okay, Marvel fans, I have a question. He's like, so I have to watch Sp- Spider-Man 1 and 2, 1, 2, and 3, then watch Spider-Man 1 and 2, then watch Spider-Man 1 and 2 to understand what's going to happen in Spider-Man 3? Kind like, of. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah. We, uh, I can't remember what film or series it was when this popped up, but we were talking about how just the state of like movie releases and franchises will influence what the storyline is going to be. Because obviously the storyline yeah. in Spider-Man No Way Home only works knowing that, you know, oh, Marvel, Sony had the rights to Spider-Man and then Marvel couldn't make movies and then mm-hmm. we had Tobey Maguire and then Andrew Garfield and blah, blah, blah. Like that whole <coughs> past two decades of Marvel stuff, like you have to just be in the ecosystem to really understand. Otherwise, No Way Home doesn't really make any sense at all. Yeah, it's one of those things. I know we've talked about it, but I'm still kind of wrapping my head around, I can't believe they're actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Same. It's been th- like the longest, slowest build like they did Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. And then there was like a five-year, six-year gap. And then they did 1 and 2. And then like, eh. Oh, wait. Civil War. We'll bring them back. And you're like, dude, what is happening? And then now we're, we're gotten to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man's back. Oh, yeah, but get this. <clears throat> we're shoving it all in. And you're like, what? Yeah. And I think you and I are probably, a lot of the uh, the listeners are probably the perfect age for it, too. You know, oh, Spider-Man, yeah. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was one of the biggest things that we grew up with. Along with the, like, yep. the original X-Men movies, it was just like, it smacked us in the face. And it was like, dude, yep. this is what superhero movies could be. I said it before, I'll say it again. When I got my first DVD player for Christmas, like 2002 or three. Um, with it came Godzilla and episode two, Attack the Clones and Spider-Man. So I watched those three movies very, very, very much. So yes, I have a strong affinity for the Tobey Maguire trilogy, even though I don't think that he is the best Spider-Man. And I know that is a point of contention among fans. Yeah. I don't even, I mean, at this point with the, with the new one right around the corner, you don't even have to have a, like the best Spider-Man. They're all Spider-Man. Right. Right. And Miles Morales can be too. Like, are, is it, are we going to get like an Easter egg of a Miles in this? Yeah, or like all the Spider Verse characters. Yeah, it'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, while we sit here and talk about Marvel, uh, Hawkeye debuted yeah. on Thanksgiving or the day before Thanksgiving, and I I have not started that one yet either. I'm a joke. I'm a fucking <laughs> joke. Shut dude. this thing down, man. We're I've not talking about I've anything. gotten through 
audible books before I've even finished like Loki. I'm so I'm such a Oh, you still haven't done Loki? No. You know what's bad is I even tried. I I didn't give it its fair a fair try, but um I turned it on and I watched like the first 15 minutes of the first episode and I just thought I feel like this is going to be heavier than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be like like straightforward and fun. And it's, it jumped right in and it started with the time travel and stuff. And I was like, wait a second. So this scene happened. Was this civil war when this happened? And I'm already low. I'm like, I don't want to have to ask questions right of the fuck away. I don't know. I was thrown off maybe for my own reasons, but I was like, eh. Move yeah, on. it's a really interesting way that they explain it. And you're really in that time travel for a lot of the show. Yeah. And then by the time it wraps up, yeah. I obviously don't want to spoil it for you, but um, it's good. You just have to dive in and, you know, and make the time. Trust. I don't know. Got to yeah. trust it. Trust it. Trust in Kevin Feige. I don't know about you, but like we have, you know, a window of time in the evening after the kid goes to bed yeah. that we're watching something and we're usually trying to watch something together. So if Mrs. Commander's not into Marvel, and we're watching something. I can't really watch it that night. And then all of a sudden, you know, it just kind of gets away from you. And you just run out of time, dude. That's what it is. So, yeah, there was a, a new video that came out um, for the Galactic Star Cruiser. That's where this whole conversation began. Where oh. uh, they sent, like, a, a welcome message to the people that have already uh, registered and, like, booked their stay. And someone commented, or maybe I saw a tweet or something that said, like, and I repeated it in our group chat for the patrons. It's like, this all looks like holiday special type content. Dude, it and looks... I just watched the holiday special, and that is har- harshly accurate. It looks like a high school group put this together. That's how it makes me feel. Like, the, the ideas, yeah. the production, the message. I'm just like, what are you actually doing? Like... I I have a very bad feeling about. It. I mean, I would never put the money behind that shit. Why? You know, it was going to be even if it was even if the previews and the trailer blew me away and I was so hyped. I'd still I'm going to wait, you know, 2 years before you spend that kind of money. Yeah. If ever. I mean, I still haven't even been to Galaxy's Edge and that's been what 3 or 4 years since it came out. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to go right away. But now the impression is just so bad. I think we <clears throat> really just have to wait until someone actually goes through the experience and like can like whoever's there on night one and two and they can like document it and just kind of explain how it was. I want to interview them. I want them on the podcast yeah. and be like, "How bad was it?" Well, there's a lever you push, and then some lady, lady sings at you for about ten seconds, and then then you can sleep if you want. Like, oh, uh, so wow. last week, Tommy Boy was saying that like he does have faith in the Disney team. I mean, because almost everything that they do, especially when it comes to parks, is really good. But this is a really, really awful first impression. What it what it feels like? Like you, you're right. Everything that Disney does, they do full board. Like they've just fucking go at it. Minus this, this yeah. feels like it's just a crappy attempt at, at like making some money. It's a alpha decent idea, like. The idea is there. The execution's horrendous, and the media around it is even worse. Like the media around it, the videos that they've created accentuates the lack of attempt. Or you know, I just—it's like, dude, you pushed a lever, pretended to go to light speed, then watched (laughs) a a green lady sing, and then you raved about a 
Star Wars themed drink. Dude, I can do all of that in about five minutes at home. Dude, I guarantee our events have been more fun than whatever's going to go on Absolutely. At, the, at that hotel. So let me just pull this up. I probably won't have the sound coming through, but I just wanted to if if anybody hasn't seen this, I don't this wasn't posted like on YouTube or anything cuz this is just getting sent to people that have like signed up to stay there. It wasn't supposed to be like a a teaser or a trailer or anything. Is it weird that it feels like an Instagram filter? It looks like a green screen. And then I know later in the, the she literally is holding her iPhone, and it's like I didn't catch that until you said it. And then yeah, the little the fake projector item that she has is an iPhone. It's like it takes you so. I, I watched this guy shit about it, and I usually hate doing that, but I wanted to hear someone's opinion in case we were being too harsh. And this yeah. guy was like, "Where's the Star Wars? Name right. one thing in this entire two minute video that screams Star Wars." And I'm like, "You're right. It's a." gray wall with buttons some people in costumes and an iPhone right. that is there's nothing about Star Wars in this I, I'm nope. watching this this feels more like Star Trek <laughs> and the way she's talking is like the holiday special style yes. <laughs> I mean that in the worst way believe me yeah um yeah but yeah I, I that that was the one quote from that from the video he's like where's the Star Wars and I was like God you're right I have no fucking idea nothing in this sabak oh wow that's that's your poll. Oh, look at this. There's a blue drink. Okay. Well, now see now we're shitting on it because we're already pissed. But the idea of going to a Star Wars themed starship hotel and playing Sabacc like you're in a casino, like Canto Bite style shit, would be fun. Look, I'm not saying I would have a better video. I'm saying this is a shitty video for Disney. <laughs> this is bad yeah you you aren't even saying anything you're not showing anything off it's almost like you you did your your big scale video and everybody dumped on it so you took it off youtube and then did this instead and didn't show anything off you just talked about it you're like this is even worse than the dumb Mm -hmm. video that you deleted you know what that looks like is um so you go to a theme park and like while you're waiting in line they have tvs that are like this is what you're gonna experience on the ride you know what i mean and they're supposed to like Put you in the zone, and there. I was at Universal, and someone decided to go on the uh, Fast and Furious ride. So they got some of the actors back, and you know, ludicrous and whatever. And they're trying to like set up the stage, like you're about to go through like this Fast and the Furious, like seven point five. It's the ride, and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And it just looks so cheesy. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Well, why is that needed? Why do you need to be hyped up? You are you bought an experience, and now you're. Yeah. It's it. You're right. It's like a cheap chintzy video to hype up an experience that is truly lackluster because you made a fucking hype video for it why i should be already hyped i'm a star wars fan i want to go sleep on a fucking star cruiser Mm -hmm. but if all there is is a green drink a blue lady and a lever that's the three things i saw in that entire thing you got all the colors there at least well that's all yeah (laughs) as long as it's a red lever whatever yeah i mean i guess like you don't need to be hyped up necessarily, but if they continue the world building and the lore by sending you that kind of welcome message, like it could be done well. You know what it feels like is they bought half of a Holiday Inn and said, oh, we're just going to paint the walls gray and put a lever in the, in the center of it. And then, you know, down in the lobby, you can have the Star Wars drink. If right. you order it at the, at the lobby bar, you're like, is this it? I think, uh, <laughs> I think the 501st party at 
Celebration Orlando was more decked out. I was. I was be. There was some shady shit going on at that. At that, I don't know how we got in. I think I asked, "Can I get in?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were we were trying to sneak. We just yeah, we just snuck in. They're like, we didn't sell these wristbands. You guys just go in. It's fine. Yeah. Cool. Craziness, man. Have you not watched? Cool. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Not cool. No, it's cool for us to shit on stuff. As it's classic. I, I enjoy it. Classic. I enjoy it. It's fun. Have you jumped on to the uh, the how or the Christmas movies yet? Uh, yes, absolutely. What have, so, what have you watched? A day or two after Thanksgiving is when we set up the tree. So I set up the Christmas tree, watched Home Alone 1. Yep. The other day I was watching the kiddo. The wife was gone, decided to watch Home Alone 2. And then actually we said we wanted to watch a Christmas movie on, I think it was like Friday night or Saturday night. And we tried a couple because I had a, I started making a list, like a watch list, especially including Checking things that I had twice. never seen or I hadn't seen before. I checked it twice. I delivered coal to all my uh, dearest enemies. But we tried a few Christmas movies that I had never seen, and I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, really? That's Which fun. I feel like is kind of like a renowned thing. Oh, like, yeah. You know, the claymation, whatever. Um, yeah, we just bought, I don't know, couldn't get into it. And then The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. Which I have seen at some point, but we tried to watch it again, and it was just, uh, I don't know, a little cheesy. Yeah, I jumped on board Saturday morning. We woke up, and the first thing I was like, I just want to watch Christmas. I Because I looked at my goddamn phone, and it was like, oh, my God, we're halfway through December already. Already, I got to start pumping these out. So first thing, Saturday morning, I turned on Christmas Story, um, watched all that. I had already watched Home Alone a couple weeks ago, so I, I, I was right on track with that. Mm-hmm. And then after a Christmas Story, I immediately started Elf uh, and, nice. and watched Elf. I like Elf. Uh, the wife does not like Will Ferrell for whatever reason. What? Yeah, I don't. I don't get it either. I mean, the, he's made some bad what? movies, but I, th- I think he's funny, especially with like innocent stuff like Elf. He kills it, and like Step Brothers, dude. I'll watch Step Brothers all fucking day. I don't care how stupid it is. Um, you know, I was watching Elf, and I, I actually bought it a couple years ago on uh, my Xbox, so it had a bunch of like extras after after mm-hmm. the movie, and it just kept playing because we were feeding the kid and everything. And I didn't even realize it's fucking directed by John Favreau. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. No fucking wonder, dude. I was like, no wonder. That's the greatest motherfucker. Yeah. Before he got into Iron Man, I feel like he was kind of uh, under the radar working on a bunch of amazing shit. Yeah. And now he's above the radar working on a bunch of amazing shit. Also, Elf we is just all know about Elf it. is eighteen years old already. Yeah, I remember. I took. Uh, I can't remember who I took, but I went to see that in theaters, and that was like senior year or something. Junior, senior year, high school, something like that. Wow, high school. Been a while, dude. Been a while. Um, yeah, I always have to decide which <clears throat> which movies I'm going to watch uh, throughout December and which ones I'm going to save and wait for, like when I'm home. Yeah, for like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I can't watch Christmas Story yet. That is on at the house, like you know, the 24 hours of Christmas Story or whatever. So I always wait until Christmas Day to watch that one. Yeah. Yeah, I was asking my wife actually about that because I was like, I know it's like a cult classic locally because it was filmed in Cleveland, but I didn't know if like that was a big thing out west. And she said, "Yeah, of course." I was like, "Really? I, did, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have guessed that. I felt like it was like a Rush thing, where yeah, you're from Ohio, you love Rush, but outside of Ohio, no right. one gives a fuck about Rush, and you're like, all right, well, that's not true. It's in the movies, dude. If it's in Ohio, that's it's true. Rush. It is in the movies. If it happens in Michigan, Cleveland they say they curse Rush in Michigan and Indiana, I think. Which is weird because that's even closer to Canada. Christmas Vacation is another one. Thank you, Daco. What that I thought I I 
bought I, I have it on dvd and of course now that i have the xbox one s i can't fucking slide the dvd into the fucking thing so yeah. the best thing about christmas movies and this uh i think the fact that like tbs or tnt or whatever plays christmas story for 24 hours on repeat uh i think it trained me that it's on all day and like you sit down and catch like 15 minutes here yeah. and 15 minutes there so in watching them in that way means you can watch them all throughout December and they never really get bored. You don't, you like you don't feel like you're watching the same thing over and over again because you always catch a different piece. Right. So I said I watched Home Alone too the other day, but I think I probably turned it on like four or five times since Thanksgiving. Yeah. But yeah. So Daco says you know Christmas Vacation is on once a day after Turkey Day, and yeah, man, just keep that shit on repeat. Dude. What's one of your? This is going to be a random, but I'll, I'll specify. What is one of your non-holiday movies that you watch, watch during the holiday? So I'll give you an example. The Goonies has nothing to do with Thanksgiving or Christmas, but I always watch it between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Interesting. Good pick. Do you have one of yours, or is there another movie out there that you can think of that's like, this has nothing to do with, with the holidays, but I watch it during the holidays? Batman Returns is one for me on Christmas. Well, it, it, it happens, happens during Christmas. around Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie, <laughs> it, so true, that kind true. of counts. Boondock Saints, I like it. I like it, Daco. That's a really good one. Oh, yeah. And then it always feels like a good time to watch Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. Oh, both. my God. You stole both so, of them. Yeah. So whenever I'm home, my brother always starts putting on like the Harry Potter marathons. Yeah. No, I'm down I'm down for that. I That was the one. That was one series. I, actually, those are both. That, those are the two things there that I go. had on my mind. So, Friendship. Yeah. It's proven. It's, we were friends. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's crazy. Well, the one thing, Harry Potter does slide in there because a couple of them do happen during Christmas. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely Harry Potter. I have been getting the, the Lord of the Rings itch, and I have the extended versions bought on xbox and i was going to watch fellowship the other day and i saw it was four hours and i said fuck that i am not Aww. sitting here for four hours that's a bad idea dude you should have sat down and watched well it. it's one of those you'd be a, you'd be a better human because dude of it. i would rather watch snyder cut again than i mean four hours is half your fucking day by the time you set it up and like eat, yeah, eat in between it dude fuck by that. the time you set it up press a press start <laughs> dude by the time you get there i gotta change inputs yeah, got to change inputs, man. Boondock Saints is a is a, a a good one because I did not. That's one that I would de- definitely wouldn't have thought of, but I completely agree. I completely agree. Or something like Kindergarten Cop, like has nothing to do with holidays. Uh, yeah. but yeah. definitely would watch it during. I'm Detective Feel John Kimball. I'm a cop, yeah. you idiot. <laughs> You're like, dude, yeah. I'm fucking down <laughs> for it. I'm fucking down for it. Well, I talked uh, not last week, two weeks ago. I can't remember about um. I'm going to start the Willy Wonka tradition and have that Ooh, on at Thanksgiving. I like so it. that's one. And then I was also thinking of Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Might be a good one to throw on around holiday time. Yeah, it's like those classics. Wizard of Oz, Scarface. Those ones that you can just <laughs> throw on during Thanksgiving. <laughs> Man, talk about a movie I haven't seen in a while. I, I burnt myself out on Scarface. I When I was yeah. single, living alone, I would literally put it on just to fall asleep to, which is weird. Yes, same. Which is weird because I knew it was a long movie and I could fall asleep at any point and be okay with it. And I would wake up to the DVD menu and it would be him firing the, the <laughs> machine gun or whatever the fuck he's got in his hands. And I'm like, yeah. dude, 
I, I remember just sleeping like a child to his gunfire. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is awesome. Yeah, it was like end of college or start of college. I went through a total gangster movie phase. Mm-hmm. And I was watching Scarface and American Gangster and Goodfellas and all that shit on repeat. There's quite a few of them I, uh, I came across that were like huge well-known gangster movies and i had never i didn't see like four out of the five i was like goodfellas i've seen like once and then they they listed like four others that happened up in new england that these guys were obviously we're talking about were from new england but i was like i've never even heard of these other four i am terrible i need to i need to catch up on this throw out a name what what is it i don't know i i have to i have to find that video of what i was watching but yeah i have no idea have you ever watched the sopranos uh no i haven't so that's all that's like the big you know that's the point where tv was revolutionized you know yeah sopranos led way to you know game of thrones and all the huge blockbuster uh tv series um i had never seen it either and my wife's italian and i was like i kind of want to watch it we watched the first three episodes and i just feel if you haven't seen it by this point it came out in 1999 i feel like it's just a little too dated to go back yeah um but it did get me wanting to watch uh, The Godfather. Yeah. So I'm going to have to cue those up. Well, as, I'm, as I say that, we got all these Christmas movies to watch. So here, probably like January. But Here, I'll give you... Th- I'm, I'm seeing three out of the four now. So I, I just searched Goodfellas and, and uh, clicked on the related stuff. So Casino from 1995. Oh, yeah. Casino's good. I've never seen Casino. Uh, the other two were uh, A Bronx Tale from 1993. Yep. And then they were talking about Donnie Brasco. So I've never even uh, heard of Donnie Brasco. A Bronx Tale, maybe I've heard of it. And Casino, I've heard of, but I've never seen. So um, I've heard of all of them, but I've only seen Casino. Yeah. 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 Casino's crazy. Yeah. So those were the uh, the ones I got to catch up on. And uh, honestly, I have never seen part three of The Godfather. I watched one and two and absolutely loved it. And then everybody told me part three's like, way below yeah. average and i'm like fuck shouldn't have told me that i would have i would have been watching it but it's worth a watch i'm sure um, i'm sure oh he just made a fourth one i think what and i oh yeah yeah yeah. okay so here's why i got to the sopranos in the first place because there is a fourth it's like an epilogue type of thing for the uh, godfather and then there's a movie that's a prequel to the sopranos that came out recently. Oh. Joey Diaz is in it and a bunch of, you know, Italian actors, whatever. And I saw that and I was like, oh, I should go watch The Sopranos before I watch this. But I just can't fucking get through it. Yeah, Sopranos. <clears throat> I'm down for watching The Sopranos. That is definitely something I'd probably be interested in. I don't know. It's called uh, The Godfather Coda. The Death of Michael Corleone. Interesting. This is from last November, a trailer. 30th anniversary of The Godfather Oh, I see. It's a re-edit of the third movie. Oh, okay. So not not Godfather Four. Apologies to all of the Italians and Godfather fans in the crowd. But here's a random one for you. If you want to stick with um, gangster movies, but have a little closer to home, there's a movie called Kill the Irishman, and it's it's based on the uh, Irish uh, turf war in the '70s in Cleveland. Oh, wow. Yeah, some serious shit happened in Cleveland, like car bombings and stuff. Oh, goddamn! In uh, in the seventies, yeah, people. I think it was between Irish and Irish and Italians in in downtown Cleveland. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah, I guess there was a, a really pompous Irish 
mob boss and he just talked a mad shit and then it finally caught up to him but yeah kill the irishman happens uh it's based in cleveland well speaking of irish you gotta always get honorable mention to uh the departed yeah it's a wonderful movie Departed is up here actually randomly that doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of these on this list is the wolf of wall street i fucking love it but it has nothing yep. really to do with the rest of these the other one oh my god i'm i'm such a goddamn bug person. In here. Taxi Driver. I've never watched Taxi Driver all the way through. Same. Same. Yeah. It's on my big old big old list. So, um, all right. Gangster Movies complete. We'll double back on that once we start. We will not double back on Gangster Movies. That's all I have to say about it. I will never talk about it again until next December. Until something shitty happens. Then we'll bring it up. We'll be right on it. Uh, but we did want to dabble with the Halo a little bit, and Buddha's actually asked if we are digging... Or he has just his thoughts, really. But I assume you want to know if we like it or not. The new Halo. So all I have is the multiplayer, the, f- the free shit. Multiplayer? Multiplayer. I... That's what I should add to the goddamn soundboard. What? What? I'm really, really happy with it. I'm going to be honest. Oh, yeah. I, uh, and I think 50% of it is nostalgia. And 50% of it is it's a solid game. It's fun. It's straightforward. There's not a large learning curve. You got to learn the maps and the guns, which any first-person shooter that's step 1. So, but it's it's familiar. I think that's what what keeps me going back cuz it feels familiar. It sounds dumb, mm-hmm. but the jumping feels familiar. I'm like, "Oh, this is how you jump <laughs> yeah. in Halo. This is how you've always jumped." Yeah, I I I love it. I'm I'm I've I've put in some time. I've run through some uh gun training. And I've done some. They call it academy training or something. So you're you're fighting bots, but it really helped. Academy. Yeah. It really really helped me play uh, or get used to the speed of the game. It's but yeah yeah. Go ahead. Good good. No, I agree. I have good things to say. Um, and in a age of modern gaming where everything now I should. Halo is not immune of all of these problems, but in an era where like games feel like they ship incomplete yeah halo at least feels complete to play smooth the mechanics complete. Are smooth it's smooth yeah loading time is fucking so quick i've i don't think i've ever been like kicked out of the game or had the game crash or glitch or any of that stuff so like the core mechanics are so good so smooth they took everything that we remember from our early days in halo one and two because i don't think i ever played anyone after that I th- know I played mul- classic stuff. I know I played multi on three, but I don't think I ever owned three. Like I just played yeah. it, you know, when we that went off to right. college or something. Yeah, they took everything that we loved about the classic and they brought it back around with you know updated shooter mechanics. You know, if you've been playing Battlefield or playing Call of Duty, you can easily adapt. I feel. Yeah. It feels quick and slow at the same time. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense, like. Yeah. Time to kill is a lot higher, so like killing a, an enemy is a lot harder. Oh, yeah, but I feel like your life cycle is very short. Like you got you know thirty second lives, sixty second. Well, lives. I think part of so it like is the maps. You're are so spawning small. all the yeah. time. The maps are so small, so there, there's a given. Smaller. Well, compared to Battlefield, it's like a it's a room and a half. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, that's you're the right. Inside of a tank, you're, really. So. Yeah, you're right. The Battlefield. As soon as someone shows up, I could be dead within three seconds. If I if I right. run into yeah. an enemy, boom, one of us dies. 
This, I feel like it's like, shoot, 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 run away, shield a little bit, throw a grenade, run back in, shoot, 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 and, you, and then someone finally dies. And you're like, dude, mm-hmm. there's a longer battle, but you do die a lot. Because it's, I mean, it's 4v4 yeah. and the maps are small. So um, it mm-hmm. is quick turnover, but it is a longer death. I don't know. You have more HP, I guess, because you have shields. Yeah. Right, and the shield regen. Uh, yeah, quick turnover is a good way to say it. It's fun. I'm not a Halo expert. I have not been tuned into pretty much anything up until like a couple weeks before Halo Infinite came out. I have, and we haven't played the campaign yet, multiplayer only. But I will say, those you start to play those maps a lot. There's only ten, and the game modes are all part of a playlist, and you can't select a custom game. You can't select exactly what mode you want to play. It's just like quick play, ranked, or big teams, mm-hmm. and. You might end up playing oddball on recharge five times, which <laughs> happened the other night, which is really fucking annoying. So I don't know why the playlists are like that or why you can't select what you want to do. That's obviously a problem. But, you know, if we're only playing it like an hour or two a day, it doesn't really it doesn't get that old. But I don't know. It's only been a week. So we'll see how I feel. It's definitely a, def- a different feel, though, because it's 4v4. It's super close quarters. And there, it, it does feel like a well, closer to Call of Duty. I feel like it's mm-hmm. run and gun. You, you're only in. There's only ten rooms to even be in. So just fucking figure it out. Whereas mm-hmm. Battlefield's like, all right, we're taking A. It's a war. We're taking A, and then we're gonna fly over to fucking D because they're fl- and then there's a much more long, yeah. long process of uh, war. Yeah, I will say as someone who, when I play shooters, I feel like I am, I'm better at following the objectives than I am at actual like, you know firefight like i'm not as quick i guess so like playing something like battlefield or even overwatch where like there's an objective that you have to do and have you have to have game sense not just like quick trigger finger Mm -hmm. it does make halo a little harder i was getting pissed the other day but you know we just gotta i just gotta get used to it again yeah Uh, yeah because you were getting pissed and we won i'm like dude chill out (laughs) i know just because you were dying i was like we have the ball oddball i know but you just gotta get used to like like you said, you die so often. It's just, well, yeah. If we're usually playing Battlefield and the goal is to stay alive as long as possible, and then you go to this and it's like you're dying every 15 to 30 seconds, you just have to like accept that that's part of the part of the game and get used to it. Oh, yeah. Which I haven't done yet. And I probably never will. Yeah, you'll never be happy. So, yeah, I won't. I'll just be angry. If I don't win, I'm pissed. <laughs> don't play video games, bro. Um, I know. Speaking of video games. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. I mean, come on. Come on, fellas. Um, I mean, any other updates on, like, Book of Boba? I haven't really seen anything. I actually think there was another teaser that came out, but it was kind of overlapped on both of the prior. Yeah, they've been doing, like, uh, one of those short one-minute teasers, like, you know, once a week for a couple weeks now just to get buzz going, but nothing you really haven't seen yet. I am excited for it, though, but just nothing new to talk about. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I'm on StarWars.com, and there's not really any updates outside of them pushing uh, the new Star Wars game, uh, Eclipse, um, which we'll, we'll dive into. Uh, there's a random uh, Star Wars inside Intel on Starkiller Base. It's kind of a random time to push that. but uh, They finally admit that it was Ilum? Actually... <laughs> Because I've been waiting for them to like come out and say that shit for a while. Let me see if they do specify top of this at all. 
Oh, the uh, Lego Holiday Special. That's on my list. I will be looking forward to watching that again. Oh, you're going to rewatch that, turd? I think so. <laughs> wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, I... Uh... That's fine. Better than the original, and I watch that one every year. So <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> so, I don't see Ilum in these paragraphs. I don't think they. I don't think they say it yet. Oh, fuckers. They probably never will, because JJ didn't say he didn't approve it. A full fucking article on this shit. I don't know why. It's a big gun. I did a. I, I searched for the word Ilum, and it wasn't there. So I think we're safe. Perfect. In a bad way. Well, talk about Eclipse. You got excited? Yeah, I'm not really excited anymore. Um, <laughs> It's probably going to get canceled, bro. Don't get too excited. Well, and that's just it. But <laughs> they do have StarWarsEclipse.com already set up. It has a media package kit that you guys can already download. And it's got screenshots and wallpapers and everything you could ever dream of. If you want to do up your fucking Facebook page. They've got pictures just for your banner or whatever the fuck uh, is at the top of your Facebook page. They've got stuff for your your phones and stuff. So, I mean, they've got a full thing built, and I'm sure they're going to be adding stuff. Uh, the stills of this game are fucking beautiful. I don't know if this is in... I assume this is not in-game footage um, because they are just now starting this shit. But I digress. The, the art looks fucking am- amazing. The art looks beautiful. It is gorgeous. From the first second that the trailer began, I was intrigued. So didn't even really know it was Star Wars at first if I hadn't seen the um, title of the YouTube video. Yeah, yeah it's but, got a cool like ritual drumming, very like archaic feel to the whole thing. And then you start looking at it, and it's like beautiful scenery, but there's a speeder, or like you're in a mid middle of a city, and then like a Quarren walks by, and you're like, fuck. This is Star Wars. It has that like yeah, random splash, like in the middle of of a scene, like even the eclipse part. You're like, oh, this looks like the moon, and then it'll flash, mm-hmm. and then you'll see a goddamn, you know, rancor, and you're like, oh, this is actually Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, there was so many shots that popped up, and I thought, is this a movie? Yeah. Um, there were a number of shots before I saw any aliens close up that looked like it was filmed. Yeah. Like it was like B-roll footage from Rogue One or something like that. Yeah. Oh, this um, looks much better than Rogue One. <laughs> Rogue One's the most beautiful movie ever. I know. Imagine what we we got here. This is awesome. Last Jedi is really good too. Also, yeah. I mean, this like there's so much here to get hyped about. Yeah. There's a lot here. So I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna walk through this. Uh, one of the big quotes here: Discover Star Wars Eclipse, a new action adventure. Here it is. Quote, multi-character branching narrative game set in the High Republic era. Multi, Guess what that sounds like. Multi-character branching narrative game. This is saying, let okay, the next, next thing here is, it lets you play as a diverse cast of charismatic characters, each with their own story, abilities, and role to play in their tapestry of events. That could alter the uh, carefully balanced piece of the outer rim, dude. How many levels are going on here? Can you choose? <laughs> can you choose between characters, or do you like play one out? Because it's all decision. I, I assume. I assume the that multi character is one thing, and branching narrative is one thing. Okay. You know, I've like I feel like 
there's no need to uh, shy away from any comparisons to KOTOR, you know? You know, this Knights of, the, Knights of the Old Republic. Now we got Eclipse of the High Republic. You know, like it's going to be similar. You know, I, I might be misspeaking here because I'm not really familiar with the Grand Theft Autos, but I think Grand Theft Auto Five there was like three characters that you could play as, and they yeah, all have they their like individual cycle between yeah. them. This is what I, I'm picturing is something like that that each character each character would affect the outcome of another, but you can play them individually. So mm-hmm. you know. You play one as, let's just say, dark side. Someone dies. That affects the character that you become next because they're pissed off because they died. But you can mm-hmm. still do whatever the fuck you want with the second character. It, right. it does seem very... Um, like every decision you make can have a dramatic repercussion on your journey, as as this says right here. As it should in a goddamn role-playing game. Choices have... <laughs> dude, it says right here, choices have consequences. What have we not had in a fucking Star Wars game? <laughs> choices. I don't care yeah. if my robe is pink. I want to make a choice in my game that alters the rest of it. Dude, this is... I mean, my mind is is, is exploding right now. So what they're doing is, like you said, it's KOTOR-esque. Where there are many yeah. outcomes to this story, and possibly Disney will choose one outcome and say, this is what actually happens and is canon. But you can play right. the game however the fuck you want. This is what we fucking need. Right. No, I agree. We've been talking about it for a long time. We've been waiting for it for a long time. I'm interested that they announced development began on something new a year ago when Lucasfilm Games was announced. And that was with Ubisoft. And that is not this. Yeah. This kind of came out of nowhere, which is good. We've been asking them. We, we It was in our mind for a movie or a TV show. We've been asking them to just come out and announce something with actual footage and content that you know they haven't just teased and then canceled, it happened to be for a game, which might even be better, right. really, in the long run, because they have a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, so this is not Ubisoft. This is what's the name of the company? Quantic again? Dream. Sorry. Yeah. So that we still there's still Star Wars games in the works that we haven't even heard of yet, which is is good. It's yeah. This looks beautiful, and I have a prediction to make. Mopar. Okay. I'd like to make it live, as we are known to make predictions. I am going to guess that the Koto remake is going to be further ahead in the galactic timeline than it originally was. So originally it was like, you know, 4,000 years before Phantom Menace, blah, blah, blah. I feel like they're going to push that up. Maybe it's 1,000 years, BBY or whatever. And there is going to be some sort of link from the KOTOR remake into this Eclipse, which is all High Republic era. Yeah. That's that's a prediction that I'm going to make. I mean, messing with the timeline is kind of a given, to be honest. I, mean, I feel like... Does anything in KOTOR, if you say it happened 1,000 years ago instead of 4,000 years ago, does anything no, really change? nothing changes. It's long enough, but not too far. Um, and I feel like they have a span of time in the High Republic to, to work with. I'm just curious how many ties that they're going to put into either the movies or to Old Republic stuff because it is in that middle ground. Yeah. You know, we saw Yoda in the trailer. Well, yeah, let's start getting we into saw this. Trade, trade Federation people, yep. Trade Federation ships, things like that. So, like, we're not too far removed I mean, from that. I mean, it's Phantom the Menace. fucking blockade. The blockade Trade Federation ships are dead center. Yeah. So, like, how long were they fucking about before they decided to invade Naboo? Yeah. I'm also very interested in the uh, the species that is doing the drumming. 
mm-hmm. and it, did you and at the end of that it looks like some ritual that creates this dude did you see the, the whole thing yeah he comes out of yeah the f- that's darth that's darth bane no it's not totally it's not darth bane has a nose dude these people don't he has since transferred into a new creature it's always been him <laughs> it's always been somehow palpatine returns i'm just gonna that's palpatine that's when he started maybe it's plagueis uh, now I'm just I'm just throwing shit now out there. We're at getting the wall. somewhere. I was trying to say Bane because I wanted to continue my theory of uh, the Kotor remake being pushed ahead in time. And if Revan's obviously gone by that point, but Bane could be coming in the High Republic. You know, um, it's probably not. But what? Why am I so fucking hyped for this? It's weird because there's uh, there's know. nothing but. It basically just gave us like a two-minute video of like what it could be, but mm-hmm. in that two-minute video, it was brand new all over again, familiar, yeah. familiar, but still fucking brand new. How yes. did they balance that in a two-minute video with new species, new planets, new situations? Oh, there's still Yoda. New, 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 new. Oh, trade federation ship. New, 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 new. Oh. Right. Crash landing on a you know a planet. Oh, but then something very familiar where it's like an eclipse. One something so tangible that happens in in our that actually happens. It's like oh fuck. Yeah, talk about the Galactic Star Cruiser not getting the vibe of Star Wars. This is the total yeah. opposite. This a hundred percent gets the vibe of Star. It's Wars. weird because it feels it feels it feels familiar, but. Mm-hmm. In a galaxy far, far away. That's exactly it. Go ahead. I really do think the fact that it wasn't announced or teased or anything really lends itself to us having a positive impression of the trailer. Yeah. No, it, it is. I feel like the more time we have to say, oh, hey, guys, Star Wars Eclipse is announced and it'll be coming out in five years. And the more that we have to just like ruminate and theorize and blah, 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 and like get excited about it. Then the trailer comes out and we're like, oh, that's not what I thought it was going to be. That's kind of weird. Okay, whatever. But they- the fact that it just came out of nowhere makes us like it more than we normally would, it's, which is a good it's thing. It's more than that, though. They slapped us in the face with good content. It's both. It's if both. they slapped us in the face with good content, yeah. it's not that hard, Disney. This is it. Exactly. This is it. Exactly. Get all your uh, fucking ducks in a row, guys. Well, this is awesome. I. It's yeah. weird. It gave me chills because when my first watch through, I actually didn't notice Yoda there. Which just sounds dumb, but mm-hmm. I I more noticed like oh the fucking Jedi Temple yes, and then my second watch there was like <gasps> that's Yoda <laughs> fuck 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 yeah man the imagination is here it's on screen there's stuff here that I yep. had never thought about being in Star Wars and they threw it at me some fucking drum Sith ritual fucking eclipse satanic magic I fucking want it (laughs) Um, I just quickly looked up on Wikipedia the Trade Federation was founded in 350 BBY so that's like 300 years before uh, Phantom Menace begins so there's plenty of time for them to be getting into goddamn trouble out in the galaxy before they go to Naboo well and side note this is supposed to take place yes in in High Republic but I think it, it gives you uh, it says shape your fate in the outer rim. So mm. most of this stuff's going to be happening. Always hanging out oh, in the outer yeah, rim. Outer rim. 
Like I said, I would uh, recommend just going to StarWarsEclipse.com. You can at least, like I said, download the fan kit, get some decent pictures. But you can also sign up for updates. So uh, I threw mm-hmm. my email address in there, and I'll, I'll hope and wish and dream and Sith Ritual all the way to uh, the next update here. What do you think about um, release date? We're thinking probably like 24. Uh, I don't even I don't even want to theorize because it literally says on here now early in development. So they're probably just still fucking writing the thing. So although this is pretty deep into they they gave us a lot in this little two minute thing. Yeah, as far as like species and planets and and factions, like there's yeah. a whole faction that looks like they're kind of be uh, against the Trade Federation, perhaps something um, something. I do have a problem with oh. these types of trailers. I I don't say that I'm hating it right now because it's Star Wars and this was a gorgeous trailer. The music and the shots and everything were just beautiful. But there is a problem where like we don't know what the game's gonna be like. Don't you ever feel like that with cinematic trailers? No. It's like here's this like super, super high res, the most ultra graphics you've this ever is, seen, and the game won't look like this that. This is the hype we need. Okay. Could you imagine watching a Kotor trailer in its original graphics been like oh look you can be blockhead and pretend to cut a door and miss you're like why am i watching this no fuck that because uh, yeah maybe i don't know maybe no i uh and to be honest i've always had to bone to pick with cinematic to characters. be honest i feel like it's not going to be too far from this with the way cg is now. yeah i mean if we're talking i think by the time games start coming out in 22 they will not be made for Xbox One and PS4 anymore. So we're talking new, new gen, next gen. So yeah, I think it's entirely possible that it will look that beautiful. Yeah. But just saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking hyped, guys. I I, I don't have anything else. There's great. there's really not that much more on on this website. But my whole thing was download that kit and sign up for the updates. Yeah. So so yeah, you'll at least be uh, updated. I did a, a quick Google search on Quantic Dream games uh the the company that lucasfilm is working with or lucas uh, arts lucas lucasfilm games what the fuck are they called now yes yeah. lucasfilm games um so quantic dream has created five video games so far they were founded in 1997 in paris france where they still are uh and it looks like as of 2018 they still have 180 people working on them so pretty good sized company for for what they are the most recent release was a game called detroit becoming human yep uh and which got an eight out of ten on ign uh so i actually don't know anything about it but i might look up some gameplay because people had really good things to say about this game yeah the graphics were incredible um i watched not a playthrough of the entire game just a couple videos on and off uh pewdiepie played through it a couple years oh really okay um, and the graphics were just incredible. And it's very story-based. I don't know if you ever saw or played that game, Heavy Rain. And then there was another one where you kind of like, you were kind of like trapped on uh, well, heavy, like an abandoned ski resort or something. Heavy Rain is another game by them. Oh, that's theirs yeah. too? Oh, well, that makes sense. Yep. Yep. Uh, there you go. Five games uh, starting in 1999 was The Nomad Soul. In 2005, it was Fahrenheit. In 2010, Heavy Rain. 2013, Beyond Two Souls. And then uh, 18 was Detroit Becoming Human. Become Human. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess one of the more recent audience reviews of Become uh, Detroit Becoming Human said it is a thoughtful, inspiring, and to a certain context, terrifying game. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Put all that and then give me a lightsabers. <laughs> That's fucking fine. Fine with me, bro. So I think we'll be very, very story driven and not to say there won't be action, but not uh, not as action heavy, maybe. Which is fine. Dude, KOTOR yeah. was not action. You pressed A to plan an attack in a queue. Like that's it's one of the greatest games of all uh, time. I love and it, you literally though. are not doing anything. You're real you're digitally rolling dice. That's all you're fucking doing. It sounds it sounds crazy to say, but I would love a modern take on that type of combat. I don't know if the Kota remake is going to keep that or if it's going to be totally like Mass Effect style. Yeah. Like kind of a Mass Effect Jedi Knight hybrid. But I would love some sort of modern interpretation of that, like D&D dice rolling in the background mechanic. I feel like that's what... That probably exists. I feel like that's what the the Fable series was, because that was also by the same company, I think. Oh, shoot. There was a lot of dice rolling in that game. <laughs> Sometimes you got to roll the dice, man. What can I but say? But it was like you would actually press dirt, certain attacks, and they would actually have... Like it was a real-time game instead of just like mm-hmm. queuing up. Hey, shields. Okay. Got it. Dude, the elevator, the sound of my elevator, uh, when it's, if no one's been in it for a while and it's off and then I go in and press the button, it powers up and it sounds like when you power up your fucking <laughs> your energy shield, ray shields <laughs> in KOTOR, your energy shields. Yeah. Uh-huh. Every time I walk in, I'm just like, oh man, 2003. Oh shit. Flashback. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Ain't my at? bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So Eclipse, we're excited about any, there hasn't been any news about the KOTOR remake, but do you have any um, thoughts in the past couple months since it was announced? Any wishes, any hopes, any dreams, any prayers? Honestly, not really. I really, uh, as long as they keep the story the same, I mean, they could they could tweak it, like you said, if they make it a little more action-oriented. The whole thing is the decision-making. What you can mm-hmm. do, how you can change the outcome, what kind of character you can build, how how many different ways can you beat the game. Let's keep that those aspects, and then, you know, just update it. Uh, Daco asks, what will be your first playthrough style in KOTOR once the remaster comes out? That's actually a fucking great question. That is a wonderful question. If they have the same classes, who knows? That's true. Fuck, that's a great question. <laughs> you know, my immediate answer would be Dark Side. I usually play Dark Side as a female, and I'd probably go Counselor because I just want to fucking force storm everything to enforce insanity, <laughs> everything to death. And I'd probably yeah. go with Purple, Double Bladed Purple Saber. Cool. What about you? I probably go very similar because I've been doing so many weird, fucked up builds on Kotor lately, only because I played it so many times. Yeah. But if I'm gonna go in for the first time and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Revan again, I'll probably go male, consular, separate, purple and red. Yeah. Go canon as fuck. Uh, depending on the build, I might just do a single purple. I don't know. Sometimes I like mullet. Doing, it's fun. No mullet guy's funny, but I never played mullet. Jesus, you're terrible. <laughs> that's not even canon, bro. I either make it. Well, that's true. Sometimes I do that when I'm being goofy. But like if I'm doing a serious playthrough, no way I'm You're ridiculous. Ball, I think the mullet looks the best. All the other guys are goofy, goofy what? looking guys. Yeah. Oh my god. Get mullet out of here. guy man. <laughs> so I saw on the <laughs> saw on the subreddit did a tier list of all of the starting character like profiles. And they called out mullet man just like we did back in the day. It's funny that it's not just No, us. no, no, mullet go. That's our first playthrough. Mullet, mullet, mullet. No, 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 mullet go. 
They better keep the Mullet Man in there. Yeah. I, I want an updated version of Mullet Man. You know what they could update is the skills, how they are used, and the benefits of like lock picking or whatever the fuck all the, the random skills that you can just max out and literally does yeah. almost nothing for you at the end of the game. So it's like... Oh, I'm sure they're going to change yeah. a lot of that. Stuff. Yeah. That, that's always the question. I mean, it's funny that that was announced and we don't have anything for that yet, but Eclipse came out of nowhere and we at least have that trailer. Uh, like I said, we don't know what direction they're going to take this in. And I'm just wondering, like, are they going to bring back like all of those original actors to like do new voice lines and you everything? Or are they just going to try to use all of the assets that they already have? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So leaves a lot to uh, up to question. So it'd be cool if those came out like in very close proximity to one another. Is Bastila going to be dummy thick? Are we going to... There's important questions to be asked, you know. Asked. Can you upgrade the cheek <laughs> the size as part of <laughs> your level up? <laughs> That's a skill. <laughs> skill trait. Or, you know, if I if I wanted any type of updates to KOTOR, maybe add a planet or two just for the fuck of it. That'd be kind of cool, I guess. I wouldn't be mad at that. Or if they, like, smooth stuff out where if you wanted to attack the Rancor on in the uh, fucking... Under, Undercity, yeah. Maybe you could, because right now it's just like you walk up to it and, it, and you just like die. So, yeah. you know, maybe a couple different options. Like Unless that. you've done every other side mission first. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'd be cool to fly. They put the flying mechanic in it. They actually fly now, the that's the other thing about Star Wars Eclipse. It was heavily suggesting there was going to be some type of starfighter battle. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it showed a lot of like first person, third person stuff, but then it went into space battle a lot, and I was like, "Ooh, if you do a good blend, yeah. I'm fucking telling you, this could be real fun, real quick." Dude, what if one of the builds you is think- pilot, and it makes that big of a fucking difference? That's the shit I need. The pilot, mm, the flyer. Well, that's what you would want. It's like you can approach the uh, the story and the main plot in multiple ways. Yes. Yeah. So if you start as a pilot, then you can do this version of the main quest. And just like it is in Skyrim, you know? Right. You have a uh, an empty build. You pick your hairstyle. And then you go from there. You could literally start as like a sneaking bounty hunter and say, fuck it, that's too hard. I'm going to go start doing pilot stuff and dark side stuff. Or just like, right. you know, mold it as you go. Fuck it. Do you think... So it looks like Trade Federation... We're back on Eclipse now. Um, Trade Federation... And some other faction that we've never seen that's mysterious looking. Do you think you'll be part of one of those? Or do you think you'll be kind of like in Skyrim, how you have the Imperials and the Stormcloaks? You'll be kind of in the middle. Maybe you can join one or the other, like try to like get them to either fight or resolve their issues or I'm leaning heavily peaceful resolution. Leaning heavily on Mass Effect. I think you will be in the middle and you can make decisions. The Rachni. Do you want to fucking kill them off? Yeah. They might help you later. Save the queen. Save the queen. That's how I, that's how I talk, Rachni. I think that's like Harris from Pokemon. <laughs> I should know. I just rewatched that episode. <laughs> the kid is obsessed with Pokemon. That's good. I mean, I think I think she just likes the song. Really, she loves Pokemon. Okay, but. You know, that's fine. That's enough in my mind to associate with her. I'm going to get her the Bulbasaur, Charmander, Pikachu, or I keep saying that. Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle for Christmas. And she has to pick. I want to see which one. Oh, nice. 
Krabby, thank you. I knew I got it wrong. Not Paris. It was Krabby. Perfect. Yeah. I'm I'm fucking hyped, guys. That's I'm I'll leave it there with uh, Star Wars Eclipse. Smacked us in the face with some decent borderline great content. That's what we want. And we've got like like I said, uh, we've got uh Boba Fett right around the fucking corner. This is that's gonna I'm very now excited, are they doing man. it's only seven episodes. Unfortunately. Are they doing weekly releases? Do we do, do we know that? I assume. Yeah. That's terrible. I don't think I don't even I don't know if any show is gonna do like a, a massive drop anymore. I think it's gonna be weekly. I mean it makes sense. Why would you add Disney Plus at the end of Boba Fett just to like power through it all in a month and then turn it back off? Because then you're gonna be fucking eight weeks behind. Yeah, I mean it makes sense for subscriber um keeping subscribers but also for us to talk about each episode and complain about and argue more spiders about before the next week spiders is that what we signed up for have you watched uh mando season two back since the original runtime i haven't actually i I was picking through the first season again kind of random i I was picking through it but i should go back because i want to get back up to to speed with uh mayfeld i would like to watch yeah i would I would like to squeeze that in before Boba Fett does release. Uh, which we know is not so. going to happen. So <sighs> I just have to convince <laughs> Mrs. Commander to watch The Mandalorian. The Mando. Everything hinges on the that. Because she has like two girl shows that she watches. Those are both over right now. So now's my chance to say, we're going to watch the goddamn Mandalorian. Hell yeah. So it's now or never. You hear that? You listening? You're not watching Cool, cool. Well, that's all I had for you guys today. No questions, no uh, quirks, no other shit. That sounds good. I actually might go try to queue up Mandalorian after this and have some dinner and watch Halo. some goddamn clones in action and play some Halo too. Play some Halo. Uh, if any of you guys listening are on... Oh, well, I guess it's cross-platform, so it doesn't matter. If you guys are playing Halo Infinite, let us know. Shoot us a message. We will squad the hell up and uh, dominate while I scream about losing. Meeting adjourned. That's all you got to know. Meeting adjourned. Okay, guys. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. We're, we're gone. Ah.